Cosmic Christ Podcast with your host, Ascended Master and Enlightenment Instructor, Reva Christ. Theme music, Tears of Joy by David Bezlian, bezlianstudios.com. Welcome back to Cosmic Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ. I'm Reva Christ. We are on episode 28 and we will be looking at teachings from the Titans of Al-Qaedim. In this dissertation, Christ reveals the role of the Alpha Shepherd. Jumping right into the cosmic stream, I will be reading from the telepathic message I received from Christ. The first has come again. No blood shall pass the lips of men. Yea, there are creatures that spill blood, but you are not one of these creatures. You are the chosen Alpha Shepherds. Be aware that the chosen Alpha Shepherds care for the earth and all her creatures, even those who draw blood, for each has a purpose in the web. But this is not your purpose. You are not these creatures. You do not draw blood, and so no blood shall pass your lips. As Alpha Shepherds, you shall care for all the life upon the earth, the great and the small, those in the trees, those in the sky, those in the water, and those on the land, and no blood shall pass your lips. If you see a man or woman with a gleam in their eye, a man or woman who is eager for the hunt and filled with the lust of it, so they lay traps and snares and food and practice with the bow and arrow, the knife and the gun, when you see such men and women, you will know they are not my chosen people. They are not Alpha. You will know they are not Alpha Shepherds. They are Death's Assassins. They carry the mind of Death and the bidding of Death. They are grim reapers that live upon the earth hoping to cause misery and suffering, hoping to lure the innocent to their death. They are not chosen by me, but are fully owned by their own darkness. I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he's a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. The shepherd invests his life in the sheep. Yea, he will lay down his life for them. But the one who is focused on material gain will not do this. He will exploit the sheep, kill them take their wool for his clothing and materials and their bodies for food. Nothing of the sheep will be preserved unless the carcass is preserved in art or the head is hung on a wall in a man's studio or den. This is not the way of the Alpha Shepherd. The Alpha Shepherd cares for the sheep because he is devoted to God and the sheep are God's creations. What God has made no man shall tear asunder. This is the unwritten law that the spirit knows intrinsically in its senses. And in the Titan's Bible, it is now the written law and the law of the cosmic culture that I am leading. When man is of the spirit and when man is awakened to his spirit, he knows things, higher truths that come from God that the dull and unawakened do not know. This is why the dull and unawakened kill the animals and subdue the earth. 
They see all of life as merely a product for man to sell in pieces or in whole parts as it pleases him to do so, so he may garner a profit or fill his belly or warm himself in a wool coat. But the man who is awakened in spirit mind knows that all the creations of God are the children of God as much as man is a child of God. And the spirit mind knows the spiritual meaning of the scripture and retains it in purity and embodies it with honor. What God has made, no man shall tear asunder. I tell you the truth, the man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. The sheep are of two kinds, the animal kingdoms and men. The gate is the gateway of the spirit, which is also the connection to God. Those who are awakened in spirit mind know God by their cosmic connection to God. And as their cosmic connection to God comes through their alpha mind, so they know God through their alpha mind's connection to God. As animals are also sentient beings, their senses are finely tuned to those who are benevolent. They too are tuned to God. In each case, God's herds, both human and non-human, know him. But the one who is outside of God, the one that does not possess a spirit mind, does not know God and is not connected to God, the one that is not connected is also not cosmic, nor are they alpha, edenic, or omega. The one outside is not a member of the inner sanctum, what is known as the cosmic Christ sanctum. And this is why he does not enter by the gate. For him, there is no gate. Yea, he does not experience it with his eyes or his ears or any other sense, because he is in darkness without a mind for his spirit. Only darkness places man outside the inner sanctum of God's flock. And as the man is outside, so he is an outsider. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. Understand the meaning of laying down your life for the sheep is much higher than surrendering your physical body. When you surrender your life, you surrender your thoughts as a flesh man and take up the cosmic alpha mind that is connected to my mind. You emulate the ways of the spirit as I teach them to you and you deny the ways of flesh men you do not follow the world that men create. You follow the cosmic plans of God that create Eden on earth. The sheep are of many kinds, just as the animal herds are of different colors and affectations. 
so are the herds of men full of varying degrees of inconsistencies. But the inconsistencies within his herds all refer to the inconsistencies in his spiritual development and the inconsistencies in his mind. Those who have an orphatic mind in their spirit are awake and aware of God, the One who created the All. And as they are aware of God, they are cosmic. Those who do not have a mind in their spirit are dull and unenlightened. They follow the programming of their human masters who bear the same affliction as they do. They are also void of a mind in their spirit, so they are also dull and unenlightened. They are also not cosmic. As the shepherd knows his flock, so the cosmic mind knows its cosmic flock, and the cosmic flock knows the cosmic shepherd. Those who are dark and unenlightened are the ones who rule over man and subdue everything on the planet through rape, murder, and plunder of all resources in order to gain a profit. The dark mind cannot be saved, but sometimes the dull can, if the dullness is not too great, and it is the few from this herd that I have tried to bring into my fold. Understand, the dull that cannot be saved are like windows that have been boarded up. The boards are so thick they cannot be broken. But the dull that can be saved still have their windows intact. They are just clouded with the dirt of an unenlightened mind. They only need to be washed clean and the light of God will shine through. Sometimes even the dull that are merely cloudy are willing to listen and to learn, hoping to find a better way than the dreary path they are chained to as servants of the dark lord known as man. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. My people, the cosmic, alphatic people who are connected to me in the mind of their spirit will let nothing come before their commitment to the virtuous path of the mind, for it alone will hold their absolute obedience, attention, and devotion. As the reign of the dark and unenlightened man draws to a close, time collapses in on itself. The past and the future meet and become one. What has been marked as prophecy shall be revealed, and the word will come with the sword of justice. Do not misunderstand, for I know how quick you are to think I speak of violence when I say a sword will come, but I do not speak of physical violence, but of mental righteousness. The sword I speak of is the sword of truth, the truth of the spirit mind, which is also the alphatic mind. As you know now the ways of the shepherd, as I was a shepherd, I leave you with the keys to the teachings. If you emulate these teachings and apply them to all the flocks of the earth, you shall emulate me, and I shall come to you to reward you for your service, and we shall be united in the cosmic Christ kingdom of the shepherd.
The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, and as I shall not want, I will see to it that the flocks of the earth shall not want, for I am here to fulfill their every need. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. And as he does this for me, so I do this for the flocks of the earth, granting them peace and serenity, so they and their lands are undisturbed. I see to it there is no famine, for the vegetation is plentiful in their lands. And as a faithful, caring shepherd, I keep the cosmic flocks free from disease and pain from human predators. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And as I am on the righteous path of cosmic Eden, I am on the righteous path of the shepherd in Christ. I follow his laws of the shepherd, and I do not fail in my duties. And as I am restored, so my duties to the flocks of the earth also restore the earth and her flocks. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff will comfort me. And as I fear no evil, neither do the flocks of the earth fear evil, for my rod and staff comfort them. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. And I protect the lands of the earth's flocks, and see to it they are undisturbed. And I guard the flocks against human enemies, so their tables remain full, and their cups run over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will live as a part of the all in the house of the Lord forever. As you dwell in my house, so your flocks also dwell in your house. For your house is the heart of your spirit, and the heart of your spirit is full of love and service for all the flocks of the earth, and we are united forever. The table that God prepares is full of the blessings of his light and his love, which are the qualities of mercy, benevolence, peace, forbearance, goodness, gentleness, kindness, and self-control. These are the gifts that runneth over in your cups. And with these gifts you serve the flocks of the earth, and by these gifts you are fulfilled and satiated. Prepare yourselves to receive the gift that I am sending you, the perfect mind for your spirit. This mind will be delicate, exquisite, and miraculous. Aye, you will not even feel it arrive, but if you push your thoughts upward, you will know it is there, for there will be a release from all darkness and in its place you will find peace and inspiration, and the joy of all possibilities will flood your senses. The mind I send you will be the Omega mind, and it will be made the fertile planting ground for the Alphatum laws of creation. Peace and harmony must unite the world, and to do this they must permeate your minds and saturate your thoughts. But I do not speak of your carnal minds, for the journey you embark on will be one of surrender of all carnal instincts in order to take possession of the Alpha and the Omega, the mind before creation that is the mind of God and the sentient mind 
that is the mind of the sentient field created by God. The field through which communication with Alpha and all sentient life is possible. The attributes of the followers of the Ophatum teachings will now be outlined for you. Respect for one another, decency, politeness, civility, grace, compassion, kindness, and mercy must be the foundation of all principles and the root of all thought. A human voice should not be loud or crass. It should not be insolent or laced with sarcasm. The tone should not be hostile, malicious, or bullying, and the language should not defame, demean, divide, or condemn. No human is placed above another, and the human species is not placed above any other species, nor is it above the environment, or the ecosystems, or the planets, or the universes. No single individual human being is placed above another, and the human species is not placed above any other species, nor is it above the environment, or the ecosystems, or the planets, or the universe. All that live share in equal rights and equal importance, so the whole of the web will survive. Let it be known, I am here to save the web. There is no money, no wealth, no status, no acclaim, no gender, no race, no creed, and no religion, idea, law, or philosophy. Indeed, there is not even a scientific discovery that can place man above the web. For science is not complete without knowledge of the metaphysical sciences that man denies. But the metaphysical sciences are all a part of the miracles that I will teach you now that you have a new mind for your spirit. I, the teaching has already begun. All things have gender. That is all are positive and negative, yin and yen. All that live, live because they are alive and because they are alive they exist as a natural creation, and where man is concerned, his thinking alone determines his service to the web. His race is immaterial, and so is his wealth. Does he use his mind to support the whole of existence, so that he enables the whole web to benefit? If so, then this man serves the web. If he does not serve the web so that the whole may benefit, then he does not serve the web. He serves only himself, and this man is proving that he is not of the Alphatum culture. The law is this. Ignore him. If he is a threat to the web, rescue those that are threatened. Make laws to protect the web, and if man violates these laws, he should be placed in the school of Edenic teaching and taught proper thinking. The thinking that brings his thoughts to wholesomeness, civility, and service to wholeness in the web. In this way, the mind has a chance to rehabilitate 
the idea that the fittest survives is abolished in Edenic law. The web survives, and all who serve the web must protect everything in that web. Man observes the animal kingdoms and interprets what he sees as the fittest survive, but his eyes only see the flesh. He does not see with spirit eyes that understand the wisdom of the web of life. Man is an animal in physical composition. I, his body, is different, and so is his mind. But he was spawned from the animals, and his lineage is the hominidae. Where man sees his body as superior, man also believes he is greater than all the other kingdoms of the earth. But I tell you, his body is not what gives him potential. It is his mind, and more importantly, it is his endowment of choice. Because man can choose his actions, he can be taught right action, not according to man's interpretation of what is right, but according to God's knowledge of what is right. Man can be taught spiritual excellence. Spiritual excellence is the only right thinking. Life does not exist due to a series of matter principles and laws. Life exists due to the spiritual architecture of life, the metaphysical architecture, and the metaphysical laws that govern the matter world. Physical life exists due to the metaphysical laws that made the matter world possible. It is these metaphysical laws that constructed the metaphysical web of life that then produced the atomic particles, that then produced the matter particles, that became the web of life, and from the web of life that formed, so formed all the matter properties of existence. Life does not exist in a web where each strand and particle operates independently of all other strands and particles, but each strand and particle supports all other strands and particles. This is the law of wholeness, which leads to health and well-being, which in turn leads to peace and harmony by supporting peaceful thoughts. And a mind at peace cannot wage war or harm its neighbor, no matter to what species that neighbor belongs. A mind at peace cannot be inspired to violence, malice, depravity, chaos, or divisive thinking. Coming out of the cosmic stream, in our next episode, we continue with the Titans of Alphatum, Christ's Bible of the Eden and Christ culture that spans teachings for the Alpha, the Eden, and the Omega Mind. I'm Reva Christ. May peace be with you, and thank you for listening. Thank you.